Tonight's episode of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete is sponsored by Blue Haven NYC in Greenwich Village, New York City's sports bar for grown-ups. Go to www.bluehavennyc.com for details. All right, it's time for the fun load. Let's do this. Let's do this. Play the fun load music, Peach. No, seriously, play the fun... No, really, play the... Well, no, seriously, play the... Aw. Aw, guys, aw. I love this. Uh, see, I listen to this soundtrack, though, like, during the year. Yeah. I love, I love, love, love this music. By the way, you know you know how much this is costing us? Like, every second of this is costing us. No, it's a P- PJ's playing this right now. Shotgun, <laughs> this is a performance I did. The Ready to Unload Band. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, you know, fooling around a little bit, messing With around on the piano. Bishop PJ. If I could play that well, oh, man. I would not talk to you guys. New negatory. <laughs> There'd be I no reason to. time. <laughs> the meat is running on you, people. <laughs> that's uh, can you can you just tell Cal me that story, please? PJ's Cal. That's one of PJ's greatest lines. What? Oh gosh, I I don't remember the setup, but it was. We had it. We had to pick up friends in front of the strip <laughs> building. That's right. We had to pick up friends like downtown or something, and and it was some friends were and they were just being ultimate pains in the ass, like pains in the ass. And PJ's, a, he's not difficult to be friends with, but at all. But I feel like you almost feel like you're in a club. You know, like you never know. You may you may do something wrong. You just don't know. And suddenly PJ stops calling you. Right. <laughs> suddenly you're out. And they, they like called downstairs like we were waiting for them or something. Oh, I think, yeah. I think it was like they couldn't come down because they were like they needed to stop in at like an office party to say hi. Right. And then we had to take them somewhere and like buy them dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It was like a really like friends that were like really leaning on PJ and like making gross assumptions about our friendship. (laughs) And and PJ just looks at me and goes, oh man, the meter is so running on these people. (laughs) Man, the meter is is running. And I just took that as the greatest, like, the friendship meter? He's like, that's correct. The friendship <laughs> is so, so running on these people. We're just, it's just, it's going to get ugly soon. They're going to be, they're going to, they're, they're going to be. My cousin, uh, recently this week, she doesn't like to talk on the phone, but we had, like, a really good phone conversation. She said, you know, Stephen, i got to say, I usually don't like to talk on the phone. Usually I have an egg timer. <laughs> When the egg timer goes off, she's like, I can't even lie, too, to people that I don't want to talk. I'm just like, uh, I could say that I have something to do right now, but I don't. I'm going to go watch TV. I just I just don't feel like talking to you anymore. The meter is running on these people, PJ. Oh. Uh, so uh, give us the fun load. What happened? <laughs> no, I just wanted to ask you guys about the, I mean, the ultimate staple. Christmas for anyone our age is is the TV Christmas special. It is. And I'm looking at some that now my kids are finding, and some of them are awesome. Awesome? 
awesome. Oh, some of them are awful. I mean, some, some of them <laughs> well, are, yes. are just awful toy commercials that are shrill and terrible, and, you know, they're just there to fill the time. Um, but have uh, have you seen one called Prep and Landing? What now? Prep and Landing. Prep and Landing. No. It, it's about the elves that get to your house right before Santa Claus gets there. And their job is prep and landing. <laughs> they set up your house so that Santa can land. Wow. It's awesome. It's voiced by, like, Dave Foley and maybe Seth Rogen or Sarah Chalky's in it, too. And Oh, Sarah Chalky. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> I have a I have a little thing for her. Oh, please, we share the thing. Yeah, from the Scrubs yeah. days. I have a thing. I do. I'll admit she it. They dress her properly. Yeah, she she needs to be dressed. She does need to be dressed properly. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds fantastic. Look, I I'm a classics guy. Obviously. Well, for um, instance, if if you're, you're going to fill the cabinet. For Wesley, what are you going to fill it with? It's already being filled. Um, here's 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 it's funny you should bring this up because here's one I saw the other day. So now we've had him on a steady diet of Charlie Brown Christmas um, since he was brand new. Like his the Lucy and Linus song, he loves. Like that's the yeah. first song he like ever danced to. Like he just loves the Charlie Brown Christmas. We can watch it over and over. And the beauty part is for me, it's my favorite Christmas special. So I can watch it over and over again. There's some on the DVD though. There's some like weird, bad Charlie Brown Christmas specials after it. Yes, I've seen those. Yep. Heavy peppermint patty action. Not good. Not good. Too much peppermint patty is not a good thing. No. Let's be honest. I think the term "small doses" were was invented for her. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the whole her and Marcy storyline. Not not good. No. So. The, uh, he just got one for uh, uh, for his birthday that is frosty, which I've never been a fan of. I'll be honest, uh, but it's a retelling with Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dirty. Wait a so minute. I so I popped this one in the other day <laughs> in the DVR. Sunday, and even my two-year-old's looking at it like, this is suspect. What is Burt Reynolds? What's happening? Was it live-action Burt Reynolds, or was it like just the voice of Burt Reynolds? It's it's Burt Reynolds in cartoon form. Oh, cartoon-ish, or whatever. I don't... It's bad. Was he wearing a leather jacket? Yeah, I'm a snowman. Yeah. It's called? No. It's, uh, it's a frosty guy. What kind of car does he drive? Oh, he's, got, he's, he's got a carrot for a nose. Yeah, carrots. Corn cob. Get it? Corn cob. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a corn cob pipe. Get it? It's it's awful. It's awful. And every once it like, and I couldn't follow the storyline. It was about a magician or whatever. Like, and then Frosty's voice is like, uh, it was somebody, but it was the guy trying to do the old Frosty. Tom DeLuise? Oh, it was, 
It wasn't. Was it John Goodman? Because no, John Goodman had, did it once. Man, no, I think they. I think they spent the entire budget on Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I think. I think the rest of the voiceover talent uh, is, was was probably brought in on a shoestring after they they sh- sort of shot their their budget wad on Burt Reynolds. We got happy birthday. <laughs> like like that's not what it like you could have done it. Right. I don't want to go in there. I'll get oh, all wishy washy. Okay. I'm not a frosty guy. No uh, no no can do, no sir. Cal uh, what, what's your favorite? The, oh by far Rudolph. I'm a big Rudolph Rudolph's a close second. I love Rudolph. With the with the Island of the Misfit Toys. Island of the Misfit Toys. The Misfit Toys are great, but Rudolph's dad is a big D. He's a D bag. Really oh, we talked about and so is Santa, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Santa, we used to joke about it all the time. Like Santa's a jerk in that, but he gets right. and he gets off on it too. Like, <laughs> right? Too bad. He had such a good takeoff. Too like, wow, who brought the jerk? Who brought the jerk? And the, like when the elves come on, Rudolph, on. don't be a Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Like when the elves sing the song from "Eh Needs Work," right? Wow, you d bag! Why is Santa being such a d bag? <laughs> eh, needs work. I know, Mama, but how can I with these elves singing? Got <laughs> them the uh, like. <laughs> I'm surprised like Santa's not beeped out. <laughs> they won't stop and singing. <laughs> That infernal elf song. You dude, you're Santa. Too bad. It's such a good takeoff too. Might as well put him down. Right. <laughs> Santa, put the shotgun. What are you doing? <laughs> and his father is yeah. There, there's there's a lot of debaggery going on. We still use the uh, we still literally use several lines from Rudolph. The, the nothing awkward about Rudolph, uh, Herbie the Elf, uh, Hermie the Elf, and uh, Cornelius, you shot Cornelius, all sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> That's fine. Nothing awkward about that. Uh, they just keep it warm. And then, and then the great line: We leave in the morning together. <laughs> it's all settled. We leave in the morning together. And then uh, my other favorite line is. Uh, Burl lives as uh, the snowman. Right, Sam. Sam the snowman. Ooh, tell me when it's over. <laughs> me, <laughs> Kevin, oh, uh, Burl lives is buddy, awesome in that. Yeah, me and my buddy Kevin and I used to do that for like sporting events. Like, like a guy would hit like a three-run home run, like, or like bases loaded. Like Doc would get in a bases loaded jam. Yeah. Tell me when it's over. We have uh, we have 60 seconds left in the live show, everybody. So uh, special thanks to Blue Haven, of course, our sponsor. Um, definitely check out the podcast on iTunes, please. Go to www.rtusports.com uh, to check out the podcast and subscribe. Please subscribe. Um, and uh, we will see you next week, hopefully live for uh, yet another holiday show. We're going to milk the crap out of the holidays. Um, what the holidays are all about. Featuring David Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks to everybody who's listening live and uh, we'll get the fun load here we'll see you next week um, uh, for another RTU thanks guys
And we are into overtime. Okay, good. I, I, yeah, I was hoping I could I could get to this now. Right. <laughs> what do you got? I want everybody to be gone. No, I'm just kidding. The, right. A Christmas story. Where do you guys stand on that? I feel, I'm going to give you my opinion, and then I want to hear yours. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to give you my opinion, and then we're going to move on, because I don't care about yours. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of this dress? I think it looks great on me. <laughs> but enough about me. Enough about me. How's my ass? Right. What do you think about me? No, I I feel like there is too much of an effort trying to be made to make this into like a classic Christmas movie. I feel like it's forced. It was a good movie, and I always enjoyed watching it when it came on. But I feel like they're trying to force it as a holiday tradition right now. Your thoughts, Peach? Go ahead. The nostalgia was built in because it was a period movie. Yes. Good point. That's um, a great point. So our folks grabbed onto it at a different level than we did at first. And then and then we kind of came along. I saw that see that that movie always has a well before it was on you know the 24 hours of christmas story and stuff like that that movie will always have a very special place in my heart because of the way i saw it i saw it and you were probably there too cal i'm thinking maybe mike pernicone his birthday party his birthday was at the end of november i would not have been there and his mom rented the RKO theater for his birthday party oh. to watch Christmas Story. Wow. And that was his birthday party. And then we, we went, like, to E or something like that, like, to Ground Round maybe after that to E. Yeah. Um, and so watching that movie sitting next to Charlie Titone, good old Charlie, Charlie Titone, um, and getting... Being the sort of fat kid and getting Charlie Titone and I got the biggest popcorn you've ever seen in your life. Like literally, like when you ordered it, I hate using literally, so but it's 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 appropriate here. <laughs> literally, <laughs> it was the kind of, it was the size of popcorn where they give you the look because we could get anything we wanted. It was it was a birthday party. Right. We were the only people in the theater, so we could, it was all paid for. So we could get anything we wanted. So we were like, yes, we'll take the extra large popcorn. And it was bigger than a bucket. It, it comes was, in like a shopping bag. It was like a shopping bag. It literally was, again, I used it again. It was like a brown bag from Wallbounds. Figuratively. <laughs> right. And I, of course, Charlie Titone and I just destroyed this bag and were made fun of for eating the entirety of the big bag. Ruined. Uh, but that movie, I, I, the minute I saw that movie, I loved that movie. Loved it. I owned it on VHS. I watched it every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Loved I it. I have a Christmas ornament, a tree ornament of the leg lamp. Of the leg lamp, yeah. That's great. And and that's another movie that I don't even consider the 24 hours of... I agree with you, Kat. And there's a Broadway musical now. Yes. That a friend of mine is actually a producer of. Um, And good for him. It's, it's doing really well, and I'm sure it's great. I don't even take into account the 24 hours of. Because there's so many lines in that movie that are still some of my favorite. They're just great lines. 
you know, because and I read the book. I read you know. To Cal's, to Cal's point, though, is it being forced? I think it is. I feel like it is, it is right? Yeah, it I is think being forced. I'm 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 saying personally, I'm ignoring it. Like it will always hold that place in my heart, and I just ignore the forcing. You I rise watch, above it. You yeah, rise I, above it. Oh, rise above it. <laughs> it does bother me. No, but I'll watch it once a Christmas season, and then I'll move on. Okay. <laughs> and I read the. I remember reading the book when I was a kid, In God We Trust, All Others Pay Cash. And that Christmas by Gene Shepard, and Christmas Story is a story within that book. Right. It's one of the chapters in that book. And he narrates it. He narrates the movie. Yeah. Yes. That's Gene Shepard. And it's just the narration is perfect. And the narration is brilliant. And, of course, the cast is, I mean, you can't beat Darren McGavin. You just can't beat Darren McGavin as the father. You can't. He's perfect. Not a finger! The old man stammered, looking for the clencher. All he got out was, Not a finger! Just so good. So good. Let me, uh, that, I, first of all, I have two Wikipedia pages open right now because I did a little research. One of them is the list of United States Christmas television episodes, and the other one's, uh, a list of television related series for Christmas. And I was just going through some of these guys. They are just so good. Like like a Kojak Christmas. Yep. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? Here's here's a couple of the drama ones. I think you guys will like this. First, first of all, Cal, The Mentalist. Uh, it's a Christmas special? Jolly well, it was their Christmas episode, Jolly Red Elf from two thousand and ten. Because it has the it has the show and then the name of the show. Okay. In the heat of the night, blessings. Ah. Kojak. Ready? You can't. Kojak. The name of the Christmas episode from Kojak in 1975 was How Cruel the Frost, How Bright the Stars. (laughs) They were taking themselves plenty serious back then. Uh, Simon and Simon. 1984, yes, Virginia, there is a Liberace. Well, to see some of these... They were not taking themselves seriously back. T.J. Hooker, 1983, Sleigh Ride, S-L-A-Y. Of course. Of course. (laughs) The Untouchables, 1962, the night they shot Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Vegas, 1980. (laughs) Christmas story. Of course. And Spencer for Hire, nineteen eighty six. The hopes and fears. That Bob Urich was a big Christmas guy. Big Christmas guy. Yeah. So those are some of your drama uh drama ones. There's a there's a bunch of really other good ones. Uh every sitcom that it ever ever rolled. Yes, multiple. They're all terrible. Well, no, you know what? I'm not going to do that. Come on, give me your favorite sitcom episode. If you bring up Family Ties, I'm walking. I'm telling you right now. You're hanging up the phone. That's it. I love the Family Ties one. I love it. Sorry, I love it. Uh, Well, they did. They always used to do the video retrospective ones, or they did the Alex was Scrooge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so easy. For the Alex, Alex was Scrooge one. 
I think I like the Friends one. I feel like Growing Pains had a good one. Well, isn't that where they introduced... DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah. So, it had to be good. It was classic. Can I bring up a forgotten gem? Please. Mr. Magoo's Christmas special. Oh, boy. Wow. That that thing is tremendous. Tremendous. Mr. Magoo. Unbelievable. Is it... it is Jim, does Jim Backus have, like, a top five voice ever? Like in, the history, in the history of show business? He's got to. He's got to. He's Mr. Magoo. He's the professor. Thurston I mean, Howell. Uh, he's uh, Thurston Howell the third. Right. He's something else, too. He's Yeah, he did a lot of voiceover work. I, uh, I also brought up a lot of the TV specials here. Like Perry Como, Christmas in Ireland? Perry Como... Christmas in New York. Harry oh, Como Christmas show. Christmas in Mexico. Christmas in uh, Christmas in Austria. Christmas in New Mexico. He went everywhere. Christmas in the Holy Land. Perry, Perry Como French figured Canadian out a way to Christmas. get his vacations paid for. <laughs> <laughs> <Then> from, <laughs> Perry Como Christmas at Sandals. Listen to these. <laughs> listen to these numbers from seventy-nine to eighty-five, like the, or eighty-six. These look at the numbers he puts up here. <laughs> 70, 79 to 86 Perry Como Christmas in New Mexico Christmas in the Holy Land French Canadian Christmas Christmas in Paris Christmas in New York Christmas in London Christmas in Hawaii Christmas in San Antonio I mean what a run like he goes on a crazy run there <laughs> Christmas from sand Christmas from Club Med he's right. got he's got the Guinness Book of World Records most frequent flyer miles I think right. <laughs> yes, Mr. Como, where would you like to go this year? There's a, a special I saw here. Uh, I'm wondering if either of you guys saw it, and it reminds me of another Christmas special that I only saw once, the only time it was ever on. But there's a He-Man and She-Ra, a Christmas special, 1985. I missed that one. I do not. I don't remember that one. I would pay. I would. I would probably pay forty or fifty dollars to have a tape of that. I pro- I'm I'm uh, to have to have that DVD. I'm gonna go ahead and put that in my price at forty or fifty dollars there. Wow, I think that's fair. Well, I don't think you can put a price on that one. And which brings me to, please tell me you guys saw this, the Chewbacca Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, you couldn't keep me away. The Wookie Christmas special. I remember it vaguely. It was not cartoon. No. Each, it was live it was, action. It was live action and featured uh, some cast members and like B. Arthur and other people. B. Arthur was not in it. Stop. The Star Wars Christmas special? Absolutely, B. Arthur was in it. All right, shut up now. Now I, now we got to look this up. Go ahead, jump on it. You got better internet than I do. <laughs> the Star Wars, but it's, it was the Wookiees. Who brings a Wookiee to Christmas? The, the author. That was a horrible B. Arthur. <laughs> okay, there's the Star Wars Holiday Special from 1978. That's the one I'm talking about. Chewie and Han Solo are trying to get home to Chewie's family so they can celebrate Life Day. No, this I, is really happening. Oh, my gosh. And people complained about Jar Jar Binks. Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, James L. Jones, B. Arthur, 
Thank you. Holy cow. Art Carney. Sure. Diane Carroll. Harvey Corman. Dude, it was great. I don't understand why they buried that one. This oh, is it's and the I, campiest. And I, and I, I guarantee you I saw it the night it was on. I was four years old. Yeah, absolutely. Think about it. Dude, it was shot under fluorescent lights. Think about the way it looked. Yes, I can see. I can see scenes from it. Yeah. Oh, my. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so, guys, storyline here. Oh, this is magnificent. Please, somebody get this. Please. <laughs> it is Life Day, a holiday that is celebrated on Chewbacca's home planet of Kashyyyk. Chewie and Han Solo are trying to get to the planet where Chewie's family is waiting for him, but the Empire is searching, out, searching for the Rebels, giving everyone a hard time. Who wrote this, this storyline? Like a 12-year-old? <laughs> giving everyone a hard time? I mean, they, they really were giving him a business. They were really busting his chops. <laughs> busting the Rebels' chops. Shouldn't while have done that. While we are waiting, we get a look at the everyday life of a Wookiee family. We meet all the familiar characters from Star Wars, and we are introduced to Boba Fett during a small cartoon. We also pay a visit to the cantina and meet all the monsters again. Written by an eight-year-old. <laughs> that This is... I Wow. I'm so glad you guys remember this, and I didn't... I didn't imagine it. It's on YouTube. So, in its entirety? I Don't tease so. me. Don't yeah. tease me, no, Brian. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think you can definitely see parts of it on YouTube. No, it looks like the whole and, thing I is mean, there. Right after, right after Star Wars, Lucas was kind of playing fast and loose. With the cache? A little bit. No, 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 no with, with the characters and stuff. Right, because the, the marketing <laughs> and stuff must have overwhelmed him. He did not lock it all down. As a matter of fact, if you ever watched the... Really short-lived Richard Pryor show, right? Which is obviously famous for its who were the writers and being ahead of its time and that whole thing. And yeah, and then it was yanked after four episodes. Right. Um, he's got a bar sketch with all of the creatures from the cantina. Wow. On the Richard Pryor show, where he's doing you know ghetto ghetto jokes and space jokes. That's tremendous. It's great. And you you look at it, you're like, it, one year later, could have never happened. Only in this brief, brief time. <laughs> right, where he was still open to it. Right. Before he realized they, they were actually going to give him money to make a second one. Now, did Kiss ever have a Christmas special, or is that just like legend or something they talk about on Family Guy? Well, Kiss has the, my, Obviously, Kiss has the famous, you know, night at the... What is it? Uh, the Phantom of the Park. Phantom of the Park. But did, did they... They had some kind of special with, like, Paul Lind. I don't remember if it was Christmas or not. Uh, <laughs> Paul Lind and Kiss. Paul, Paul Lind and Kiss, be author in Star Wars. It all goes together. Was there ever a Kiss Saves Christmas cartoon special made for Christmas? A lot of Christmas in there. Was there? Yes, indeed. This cartoon was released in 1979, a story where Rocker's Kiss saves Santa Claus from pterodactyls. Who are you talking to? <laughs> there you go, and there you have your answer. There's your answer. <laughs> Who did you ask that to? Like, did you did you expect any other answer? <laughs> like, of course Kiss saves Santa Claus from pterodactyls. Of course. I gotta love that. Of course uh, they did. Um, 
Pige, we're, really we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna end soon. But did you did you want to stay on the Christmas topic, or did you want to get in your Manny Pacquiao? No, no, no I was just shocked at the knockout. That's all. That's <laughs> yeah. I think we all. I think we all. At all. Did you watch it at all, Cal? Did you? I, I only. I only. I only saw the highlight. The one minute uh, highlight. I saw the shot that he took. I mean, man. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see it live, obviously. I saw the highlights as well. And you just don't expect Manny Pacquiao to have that happen. No. Fell down like a sack of potatoes. I mean, just at, some of the some of the memes are fantastic. <laughs> it is like like him down at the Last Supper. Him down like just some of the memes are just so... Is that, is that how you say that? Memes or memes? Memes. Memes. Is it memes? Yeah. Memes. Don't I feel like the ass. Why? From the from the theory of mimetics. Please explain. Which, which the younger kids don't know about. They just go, oh, meme, you don't know what it is. Well, oh. uh, how about this older kid saying, oh, I don't know what it is. No, it's a meme. Right, but what is the, the theory of mimetics? Stop it. You, you, we're ending the show. What? <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> just like that? Now I'm the idiot. No, 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 no! I'm not calling you an idiot. I'm not saying I, I don't. I'm not going to talk about something very dry. It's dry. Ready to unload with Cal and the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week for Ready to Unload with, with Cal and the not so bright guy. <laughs> That's Danny Bonaduce. It's a mem. <laughs> I love those mems. Um. Uh, all right, so Pacquiao got knocked out. I yeah, that's, did not see that coming. No, it was crazy. But you know, it, it it did get me thinking. And this is another show. Also, I'm. I you know what? I am setting up season four right now. You really are. <laughs> you know, we have plenty of material next year. You're, you're killing it. No, but one of the things I, it made me think about was how much I used to really like boxing. Really, I used to love boxing in the eighties. Loved it. Yeah, my my dad was a big fight fan. Right. My piano teacher got me into boxing. That's a true story. Really? Yeah. You still love boxing, and and I and I've completely gotten away from it. Like I, you know, I haven't watched a fight in years, and I feel like I wish I had seen this Pacquiao fight because it was kind of like a a throwback fight to the the fights that we used to watch years ago, where there was just so much action and. You know these two guys have have such a have such a relationship with each other. They fought each other four times. Right. You know. Um, and that's 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 for another day, though. Yeah. No. That's a that's a that's a yeah, that's a very interesting. Like some you know when football's down a little bit, we'll never see hockey again. So uh, mm-hmm. maybe we'll have that conversation. And then of course, PJ, we can do this next week. But you wanted to talk about tragedy in sports, which would be you know great to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Da, 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 da. Way to end. Way to end the Christmas special. The Christmas up, special. Up note. Hey, I got one last thing. Has there ever been a Christmas special that was sports figure heavy? Because I don't know about it. Well, other than the Bob Hope Christmas specials, then they used to oh, do. Oh, he the, would just have walk-ons. No, well, Bob, he'd, like the Heisman Trophy winner always. He'd have the All Americans. He'd do the whole All American team. Oh right, right. right. They'd come out and they'd say their names and whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, that, right. that's that's a big tie-in. I was trying to think of that today too. So what, like, like the Chicago Bears never like did it. <laughs> <Right. you know? laughs> it wasn't like the Jim McMahon. Well, that's what I was. 
I was thinking for the RTU, you know, Christmas special, like we were doing all the saying all the names with the Don part or whatever. I started to think in the back of my head, and I I couldn't come up with like the perfect athlete to say that would you know be one of the guests, like you know, right? Like right now, well, Manny Pacquiao, right, right. But I was They're thinking, for, right, I was thinking more of like a classic, like Mike Jorgensen. <laughs> You know, like a ridiculously obscure Met that only we would kill Ron Hodges. <laughs> Junior <laughs> Ortiz. Right, which would be a huge draw for us. Johnny <laughs> Lamb Jones. Adrian Barbo. <laughs> That's all she did for like 10 years was Christmas special. And, Mar- and Marilyn Williams. <laughs> Marilyn, but... <laughs> That's all they did. <laughs> Kim Fields. Kim David Spade. And Murray. <laughs> the cast of Broadway's Hairspray. Michael Chang. <laughs> oh, we enjoy ourselves. Oh, you can go on all night with this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, let's end it. Let's Mark go. Spitz, <laughs> Olympian Mark Spitz. Uh, time day. <laughs> the RTU Christmas special. It may be oh, chock full of of yeah. superstars. I'm not sure if it's Night of a Hundred Stars or the RTU Christmas special. Simmons. Trent Tucker. <laughs> Comedian Bob Nelson. Uh, I was I was just oh. come up with a magician, but I couldn't think of one quick enough. <laughs> TV Gene Shallot. <laughs> TV Gene Shallot. <laughs> Doug Henning. <laughs> Relationship expert, Dr. Joyce Brother. <laughs> George Kennedy. <laughs> PJ Final on the Final on the Okay. Your kids. Are they sweet? Do they bring you joy? Do they know right from wrong? Are they becoming well-behaved, ethical members of society? Sure they are. Don't spoil them. Get them a lot of presents. I believe strongly in this. It's your one time a year. Lay it all out. Let them have what they want. That's all. Wow. All right. Cal, final number. We got another little uh, early Christmas present this evening. The creator of Arrested Development, Mitch Hurwitz, Mitchell Hurwitz, has announced that he's shot more material than will be allowed in the 10 episodes. He has now upped it. They're going to release 12 to 15 episodes oh. of the new Arrested Development. So this is actually happening. Braylon Edwards and Arrested Development in one day. I'm I'm beside myself with joy. 
My final unload is uh, just a quick note to all Mets fans. Hey, calm down. Can you calm down? Please, guys, you're ruining things. It's bad enough that our ownership is our ownership and they're not going anywhere. Okay, but they did just shell out $138 million to keep the guy in. Just calm down. Really. If they trade R.A. Dickey, it's not like trading Tom Seaver. Stop. Calm down. Really, just... Dad and I miss hockey a lot. All right, we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks, everybody. Good night. Norman Fell. <laughs> 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 <laughs>